And Sydney goes, this is all she does. She goes, hey. And she did it like in that low, hey. And I was like, oh, see this, I'm of her generation. This is how my, this, this is how our generation talks. And your generation can't handle it. We we talk in syllables and sounds more than real words. I dog. You think and it's you not. And, you think you and Sydney Sweeney are in the same generation. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, man, we we express ourselves we, in vowels in less words. I hate to tell hey, you. Mm, I and that's how we do things. Yeah, I hate to tell you, but we are in the same generation, Catherine. No. All right, that's fine. That's fine. This relationship is It's Lace. It's Catherine. And this is a Meaties episode of Cheaties Podcast. The real reason we do this. We have guests on, so we have a thing to talk about. But we really are just waiting for this moment. We can talk about ourselves. Amen. And I am bringing a conspiracy theory oh, to you. Oh, but oh, oh. before we get into that, we need to do dates. Okay, okay. But I got to oh. tease it. Oh, I'm waiting on pins and needles. I want to know a conspiracy. Okay, hold tight. Dates. Okay, uh, what are you doing? Second weekend of March, I'm in St. Louis at the Funny Bone all weekend, Thursday through Sunday, I believe. And then I'm out with Spade all the other weekends in March. And then... And that is George Spade, right? Yes. The famed yeah. comedian George Spade. George Spade. He's okay. up and coming. Fantastic. Uh, he's from... Um, He's a very racist puppet comic, is yeah, yeah, from yeah. what I understand. He's a, very, okay. he's a racist puppet comic. He has, uh, he's got a Teddy Boy. <laughs> it's a movie. Uh, he's from Teddy Boy. Um, and then April and May, I think, what am I doing there? Uh, uh, Denver, Fort Collins. Mm, yes, good club. I, I'm in, uh, oh, April, I'm in Austin. I'm headlining a show for Moon Tower and then I have, this is very important, May 9th for Netflix is a Joke Fest in L.A. I have my own show that I'm headlining at the Improv, the lab with a smaller room. But I'm selling tickets and I really would like to sell it out because there will be a lot of big names there. What show's going on the same time my show is? Uh, Sarah Silverman, Taylor Tomlinson, uh, um, Chelsea Handler. And, and who are they? You know, uh, honestly. It doesn't matter. But, it doesn't uh, matter. If you can't you know, make to that there show. There will be people who can't get tickets to those. <laughs> and <laughs> they'll want to come see Yeah. You. Yeah. And then they'll come see their understudy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and then a bunch of other stuff at CatherineBlanford.com. Where are you going to be? Well, not as many exciting places as you're going to be, but I'm going to be around. Uh, I'm going to be in a few different places, but uh, there's one big one I would love for y'all to attend. I am, uh, it's in Atlanta at the Battery where the Braves play. It is a Make-A-Wish Foundation event. It is a Nashville singer-songwriters event that I am headlining. It's a bunch of up-and-coming, these are literally the next Nashville stars, so if you like country music at all, I got to uh, host this last year. Big deal, and it and it makes money for Make-A-Wish, which is obviously a beautiful organization. So catch me there. Then Panama City Beach. Then I got some fun stuff all around Georgia. I'm going to be down in Serenby, which is super fancy. Very fun event on uh, yeah. March 22nd. 
Uh, after that, you can catch me opening for Catherine Blanford for her special oh my God, taping, I about that one. which she forgot when she was naming her dates. So you can catch me in Austin on March 29th, opening for the Catherine Blanford herself. Then next week, I will be in Cincinnati. The next week, uh, some other stuff. April, I'm I'm all I'm all around. Um, and then uh, headline in uh, Limestone Comedy Festival in Bloomington, Illinois in late May, y'all. That's a big deal. Put that on your calendars. Either way, if you're like, we didn't write that down, we're high listening to this podcast right now. You know what? Go to KatherineBlanford.com. Go to LaceLarabee.com. You will find our dates. Follow us online. And you can just click on those links in the bio. We make it very simple for you. And you can find out where all we're going to be because we're adding dates all the time. Who knows? Yeah. When we say them right now, we're recording these weeks in advance there's no telling what could be added in betwixt yeah keep keep you posted because maybe you'll see us on tv soon oh what well we'll see what i don't have a date yet Ah. but my set got approved Ah. for a second appearance Ah. all right Ah. i don't have a date yet it was supposed to be to promote Ah. my special and then we kept having to push it back so, we'll Good see. job, team. Good job. All right. Okay. Anywho's, All right. Um, this is exciting. Okay. Okay, conspiracy theory. You teased me earlier. What is and it? And everybody, when I explain this, everyone's going to go, yeah, duh, we know that stuff happens. But when I experienced it in real life, I was like, nothing, nothing in the media is real. Sure. And it's all, it's, everything has a PR team behind it, and everything is scheduled, and everything is planned out. Mm-hmm. So, I... How do I? Okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning and then I'm gonna. Go, oh no, I'm gonna start at the end and then I'm gonna go back. Okay. okay. Um. So I just this past week I just got back from Spokane. Mm-hmm. We did a spade show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had to, you know, flights are just flights are hard from sure. LA to Spokane. They're it's so hard. tough. Oh, it's so many connecting. So we had to go in like the day before. Oh, and it's hard, no. so we had to take a private jet. Oh no. Now I thought that was gonna be the mecca of my flying experience to Spokane. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, we take we were taking a Delta flight back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so sorry. I know it was so uh, gross. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was, uh, I was first class, but I was row three. Gross. Oh God. Yeah. Um, oh no. I know, but it is nice to be humbled sometimes. <laughs> On the way, how short even is that flight? It's got to be like a no, thirty minute flight. It was so long. We kept really? circling. It was a long day yesterday. I was so tired. So on the way. To the airport, our driver is talking about that uh, there's a very famous celebrity that's from Spokane who has an up-and-coming celebrity. Hmm. This is crazy that they were talking about it, and they told me who it was, and I was like, oh, no way. We get to the airport, and David's like, guess who's on our flight? And he won't tell me. And then I walk on the plane, and guess, I go, I go to row three. Guess who's in row four, behind the seat directly behind me? Sydney Sweeney. What? She's from Spokane. What? Spokane? Spokane. You get Spokane. You can do it. Spokane. You oh, can. that's how no, they it's said Spokane. It. No, Spokane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said Spokane, Washington. You started saying Spokane and then I started second guessing myself. I think they always tell you and then you overthink it and then you do the opposite one. Spokane. You can do it. Spokane. Ah. Uh, I do this with Nevada. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not Nevada. It's Nevada. They get mad at me and they're like it's Nevada like mad. mad. They get mad at you. They get mad. I mean, that's how I try to remember is Nevada because they're mad if I say Nevada, but Nevada sounds fancier. Anyway, Spokane. Right, and you go. It doesn't matter. 
You go, hey, be more memorable. How about that? How about that? We don't remember what happens in Nevada. Because <laughs> no matter what happens. It's going to itch. That's right. So she's from Spokane. She's you sitting behind can't me. Forget about it. Right. Either way. Yeah. So, so she's sitting behind tough. me. She's gorgeous, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. cute. She's got her her dog with her. That's clearly a rescue. Of course. Very <sighs> right? obvious. Purebred rescue. Points for me. Sure. So she's sitting next to this guy. Okay. And um, I'm obviously eavesdropping on their conversation all the time. For, by the way, side note. So Spade gets on. We I get on first, and he always gets on last. And he's doing like, uh, I love him for this. He's always like. Oh, I gotta get something out of my bag up, up at so the top. that everyone on the plane can see that. It's <laughs> right, 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 sure, right, sure, 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 sure. Uh, and uh, and so he gets there and he's like, "What do I? How do I? What do I? Should I say something? What do you?" Say? And I'm like, I'm "Like, I'm giving him opening lines left sure. and right. We're discussing, you know, we're 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 uh, we're have our own PR strategy, trying to figure out how we're gonna get our in. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, you got to start the conversation, so I can just so I can You'll I can ride your coattails. Yeah, you of know? course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can't start it." We're waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on him. I'm waiting on him. Uh, you know, eventually, we're the the flight is delayed so long, uh, and then we're just like circling up up in the sky for so long. I why? start falling asleep. What is it? As I'm waking all, up, I'm, I'm more of, interested in why the plane is circling than than talking. I don't to know. It was so long. As I wake up from my nap, I, then I realize he's talking to her, oh, and I'm like, oh cool. Now I can't jump. It's gonna be weird if I'm yeah. I'm, I have just, to still pretend like I'm asleep right now. Sure. So that was. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever talk to him again. Um, but here's my, here's, this is, this is what the moment that came full circle with me about Sydney Sweeney, the guy she was sitting next to, clearly, I was like trying to figure out the relationship because they were discussing a lot of travel plans and plans, et cetera. I think she's, we'll just say she's going to be in Florida soon. Sure. And uh, I won't give away all her plans. Uh, but you know, they're like, do you want to go to Disney for a few days? Well, if the da da da, like. You know, if they try and get you to work, you let them know, like, this is downtime. This is Sydney's downtime. And so my head, I'm like, this is her manager. Mm. You know, but then the guys were like, no, 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 they were cuddling. Like, she oh. had her head on his arm, whatever. Uh, managers provide lots sure, of duties. Sure, sure. Yeah. But he was an attractive, attractive person. Okay. So at the end, we're standing up. It's taking a while to get off the plane. So we're all standing up and we are chatting. Mm -hmm. And they're like... You know, we're talking about the flight. I was long. She's like, it's never usually that long. It's usually really easy. She, you know, she points in. We're like, we go back and forth all the time. Sometimes you can take this private airport. So now I'm like, okay, they are in a relationship, and they've been in a. They bent. Yeah. They bent in a bent, relationship done, all the time. In. It sounds the way the way she's talking sounds like years, right? Sure. Now put a pin in that. Do you remember when her rom com movie was coming out with Glenn Powell? What do you remember? It was called. No. It is like something. It was like she's kind had of so a, much stuff come out in the past few years that I get. No, this confused. is very. This was like this year. Oh. Okay, can you pull up her Instagram really sure. quick? Absolutely. So we this rom com is coming out. It's like a very classic rom com, and I think that was kind of the the move they were pushing about it was like rom coms are back. We brought back your standard rom com, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden, all the tabloids are talking about is that her and Glenn Powell are in a relationship, right? And like she is he, not sitting next to Glenn Powell no, the whole time. No, 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 the first person that came, I just pulled up her Instagram. Look, scroll down. Look who's the first person that it recommends that I follow. Glenn Powell. <laughs> so, what yes, I'm that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so, okay. So, I guess he was in a relationship when this movie started coming out, and I guess they broke up. And then and then she teases it all. But I remember before I even knew she was in a relationship, like, like look at her and Glenn. 
there's a video of them holding hands in bathing suits on a boat, and the wow. caption is, couldn't imagine doing this movie with anyone else but you, smiley face. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone but you movie in theaters now. And, like, the whole press campaign, she's, like... They're teasing that those They're teasing that they're in a relationship. Well, that's what studios do. But she's doing She's a genius. Well, no, but that's what they make you do. They're asking you to do that because if you make it feel like y'all are together, then people are going to want to watch that movie. And I think the movie did really well that's all smart. because of Sydney. This is old school Hollywood, though. You know this is what the studios used to do. They would, like, mash people up, and even if people weren't together but they were in a film together, the studios would be like, y'all are acting like you're a couple out in public. Yeah. It was the li- real-life version of Instagram, so they'd be, like, faking being buddies or whatever in the airport and, like, sneaking kisses, and they hate each other, and they have they other partners other. on the side. Like, That's if you go to her old Instagram, school Hollywood, though. You don't see that guy anywhere on her Instagram. Uh, so the guy you saw sitting with her is not nowhere in our Instagram, these and they probably have been dating for years. Probably. And how secure he, is that guy? He understands his role. But I think it is it, so it's crazy to live in two different realities. Yeah. I I remember when Twilight came out and Kristen Stewart mm. and Rob Pattinson were mm. dating, mm-hmm. and that was all rigged, right? Once again, studio. Like, here's the thing: I completely understand. I think you understand too. Is like performers, yeah. I mean, neither one of us have been in, like, hit films or some shit, but I can imagine you're with somebody hours and hours and hours on end. You know, you're at some cool location. It's kind of like the 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 phenomenon of The Bachelor and Bachelorette or any of those, like, yeah. dating TV shows, right? You put people in certain situations, and it's going to be magical. And and they're going to they're gonna think that they're in love with each other because of this magical moment. And then every time the camera's cut off, no one's all those relationships like from yeah. Bachelor Bachelorette all fall apart. I was just talking to a friend months. I was just talking it. to a friend uh, and okay, I won't say who she is because I don't I don't know. No, don't she, but don't, um, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. she's getting into comedy. She's in LA now, but she's sure. very much related to the Bachelor. Okay, world. <laughs> got it. All right. Yep. Got but it. She was saying she did another reality show recently, and she was like. The guy that she ended up like matching, but they tried to make it work off camera. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's so opposite, different because when you're dating on camera, first of all, they are giving you drinks. That that oh, part is all true. And she goes, "There's a also, reason they get the dates up. are twenty minutes long. It's like twenty minutes and then cut." All right, yep. let's wrap up to the other thing. So you're like literally like, so you're kind of anticipating all day. You, you have a drink. Of course. And then you get there and it's like the most romantic situation That's and right. it's 20 minutes and then do, and then, and then you leave and then you, the anticipation builds up again. And, and all this like, pent up, like, oh, you mm-hmm. wonder like, what is that? Oh my God. If yeah. I get, if, what if he kisses me in this moment? Blah, blah, blah. And it's all pent up. You've been watching them. You've also been watching them talk to like 14 other women. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. So of course they're going to, ca- they're geniuses. Mm-hmm. That's why I think The Bachelor and Bachelor are like, it's one of the, it's one of the best things in in television. Like they they are so smart about how they do what they do. But my point is, is you take. I mean, I, I would love to hear more too about the the that specific girl. But like, um, you take people, you throw them in these situations, and they might. I mean, my point is, is sure. I think sometimes true relationships do happen in those moments. Um, but then they realize when the cameras are off that it can't. It's not realistic afterward. But on top of all of that, the studios have been doing that since the inception of film because they want the public. They did this shit with um, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Mickey Rourke. Is that that's not the right that's not the right one? Who was um? Come on, Joel, I need you for this. Judy Garland and come on, he was in all of her films. 
back in the day and the studios made that they were never a real couple, but they wanted America to think they were a real oh, couple. Oh, um, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Well, that wasn't, I mean, no. This America wanted that. Though, America huh? won. Oh, America still won. I mean, RIP Kenny, but like America wanted that to happen real bad. Who was the little guy? He wasn't like he was shorter than her, but they put them, they paired them up. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rooney, and Judy Garland. Okay, references they, nobody understands. For my, 500, please. No, that's so far, but but I'm thinking of like um, way early in, everyone yeah, yeah, gets yeah. that. She was Dorothy, come on. Oh, yeah. But way earlier than Instagram and any of that shit, way before any kind of like gossip TV or anything, studios were doing that. They were like, we want America to think y'all are together, so they watched the film. That's my point. It's just like crazy reality to live in. Like they, these yeah. people were so normal together. And and then, but it's like, I don't know. It's just imagine like living a whole different life in front of yeah. cameras instead of. You kind of have to, I would assume, to like maintain your sanity as well. It's like, okay, well, then the online version is the game I'm playing. This is my job. This is my job, and my real life is not that. I mean, so porn stars wild. do it every day. Yeah, for sure. They have to do that. Do you know what else that was crazy? This is like, you're going to be like, duh, you idiot. And I know. But it also was, it did make me be like, he doesn't have to do that. You're very rich and famous. She goes, there was this guy before we left the hotel that was like, hey, it was so fun seeing you guys. I went to your show last night. He's like, "Uh, oh, you went back to L.A.? My sister lives in L.A. She's a famous Hollywood star. And she, he was like, her name's Sydney. And so on the plane, we we were telling that story. And she's Mm -hmm. like, that's not my brother. She goes, my brother's, uh. In the Air Force, he's deployed in Jordan right now. Yeah. After she said that, I was like, your brother doesn't have to do that. Right? You're famous. You're so famous. <laughs> Why is he fighting for our country? Isn't that an effed up thought? Can he just relax? Isn't that a really effed up thought? No, it thought is. Thing? But I think the same thing. I would think that would be my initial thought as well. Yeah. He's like, like why does he have to? No. Isn't that kind of crazy? I go, no, no, no. Why do you you should only be country? fighting for our country if you have to. <laughs> He's doing it because he wants to. That might need to get cut out. Nah. If but but that big... is but what I said is effed up, but that's a thought everybody Everybody has. Everyone I had just had there. that thought. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so in person, all I want to know, uh, how much more did you talk to her? Did you get to, like, shake her hand or hug her or anything? No, but she was very... Like, what was her essence? Okay, her? so you... you know, how tiny in real life is she? That's she had this big, know. giant, puffy coat on, uh, like a little Prada hat, but... You know, people make fun of me because I say, like, dog a lot. Sure. Dog. Come on, dog. Yeah, dog. And I realize it's my generation, and it's just because I'm young. Because she kind of talked, like, Spade, that's, that's this is how he initiated the conversation because he, he doesn't drink coffee, but he does takes little five-hour energy mm-hmm. shots. Like, he'll take, uh, he'll take a little sure. sip. He's tiny. He's got to do tiny sure, drinks. Sure, sure. Um, and he carries them in his the tube of his sock all day long. Mm, that's gross. <laughs> it's so Okay, so hot But he had lost hour, the bottle and it rolled back. Five so he was like, energy. did your dog eat my five hour energy? And she was like, uh. And then I woke up and I was like, how do I get in on this conversation? <laughs> I'm like, did, you, did he did he eat my 24-day energy? <laughs> I can just see you awaking. Like, get me get on to this. Um, you wake up from... Yeah. So are we talking to Cindy Sweeney? Yeah. We said, is it my turn yet? <laughs> hey, Cindy. How could I be free? And Spade's like, Catherine, could you go to the bathroom you, for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
But, okay, so we were sitting up waiting, and we were waiting to get off. We were kind of chatting with, like, about our brother and stuff. Yeah. And a lady, two rows back, goes, did someone drop this? And and uh, held up the fiber energy bottle. And Sydney goes, this is all she did. She goes, hey. And she did it, like, in that low, hey. And I was like, oh, see, this, I'm of her generation. This is how my, this, this is how our generation talks. And your generation can't handle it. We, we talk in syllables and sounds more than real words. I dog. And it's you not. And, you think you and Sydney Sweeney are in the same generation. That's what's hilarious yeah man we we express ourselves we, in vowels in less words i hate to tell hey, you mm, i and that's how we do things yeah i hate to tell you but we are in the same generation <laughs> Catherine. no all right that's fine that's fine no i no joel will you look up and see how old sydney sweeney is real quick please we're of the same mm-hmm. we're of the same sure like yeah. vicinity of time. Yeah, tax bracket and everything else. Uh, she is 26. She was born in on uh, September 12th, 1997. Okay, so she is technically Gen Z. Yeah. That, that brings not, me a lot of euphoria. That's not as you. am I. Wow. 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 So, um so that's been so we're, that's whatever I said right there was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you were also in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, I I'm sure we're gonna wrap this up soon because uh, I am at this point brainless um, because of Florida. Then that I could say that for so, it's so many times in my life, honestly. Uh, this time I am I'm happy. I feel drained because I gave my all. You know, was it fun? There. It was some of the most fun I think I've ever had, dude. In my life in stand up comedy, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Could not have been a better group of people shoved into a better place. We all there were four venues every single night there were two shows at every single venue wow it's a lot it was a lot i was i was one of the headliners and i so i got to headline two shows a night for four nights around florida in little different areas we all like learned night one those of us who'd either been there or not been there or whatever like we started figuring out the culture and what to say and who to say because it's very wealthy okay yeah, we're in the rosemary panhandle beach, right? it's rosemary Be- don't fuck it up it's rosemary beach Santa Rosa, Grayton Beach, and Seaside. Okay. So by night two, we all have shit. Like we've got, I was just with riffing up top and making fun of them for being so picky about which piece of sand they lived on. Sure. It was just, it's just decimated. Like just up top. You yeah. just tell these people how rich they are no, I- and you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. And you just make fun of their little billion dollar piece of sand they live on. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and then now you're in. Now you got them. So it was, once we figured it out and it, it was so fun. Going in, it felt like kind of intimidating. Like, okay, what's this going to be like? Like, are they going to like us all? What do we have to talk about? We don't have anything to connect. They look very wealthy. I mean, they are. These people are like, there yeah. are literal billionaires like in the crowds. People have like, you know, multiple yachts and shit. I mean, they're in pretty nice areas, but all they want to do is be made fun of and they just want to be entertained. And the thing that we all heard, all of us comics over and over and over after every single show was like, 
because we were all talking about it, you know, at the after parties every night. Everybody's like, oh, my God, this never happens. Oh, my God, nobody comes down here and does this. Oh, my God, this is so great. You know, whatever. It was it was very. um, What's the word for like sad? I, I guess just satisfying. It was just like a nice, satisfying experience, which most comedy shows you know, Dude. they're not always. You don't know what to expect when you go in, and it was great. It was I'm telling you, and this, as a stand-up comic, you think the the greatest highlights of your career are doing the big, the, the biggest big thing or the whatever. Comedy so. festivals are Dude, so effing fun. It's the best. It is the best it's thing, the best. especially when you have low expectations. That's right. Uh, and it's not even, I mean, shows are great. If yes. the shows are great, the shows are great. But when it's a hang, it's when a they hang. put all the comics yes. in the same area yep. Yep. and you're all like, yep. you're you're waking up and you're getting brunch. You're getting brunch with the most funnest people and the people that yeah. get you. Yes. And you're all doing the same thing yes. and you're laughing about yes. all the bullshit you're always going through and you do this. And commiserating together to spend your days like commiserating oh, it's the and best. enjoying the, the the town and then we're like we're all back on the grind again tonight Especially, now we gotta do it again tonight even when the shows are shitty it's yeah. so funny to do shitty shows well, with friends and some people accidentally had shitty so then we're all like afterwards the afterwards like oh how was yours at, at XYZ yeah. oh mine was shitty well that sucks cause my 8 o'clock was so good there and then like we're all like oh man did you get the guy because what happened is is people like the 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 word got around. There were a lot of shows that were pre-sold out before we even got there. But then and then people were like by the end fighting for tickets to get to the other shows because they heard how good everything else That's was. Great. So it's pretty crazy like how well it could not have gone better, yeah. I think. I really hope that the people who put it on, because they were local business owners and all of that, like they didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. You know, they're like, I don't know. We got, they got real nervous. It was really funny to see some of the people who were like the locals who like helped put it on. And they're like, okay, well, we've had so-and-so in the audience at the CEO of such and such. Like, you can't blah, blah, blah. And then it would be the filthiest comic on the lineup that that person loved was like, ah! and like right. buying out their merch and is like, that's not that passing. And then you're watching the people who like put on the festival go like, oh God, that worked. Okay. Yes. And so we got to see them all kind of relax mm-hmm. because they didn't know coming into it. This was year one of it. And, um, it just it could, when the like you said expectations are low for the crowds, expectations were high for the people who were running it. If the people who were coming were just like, thank God y'all are here. Right. So it all evened out. We all had a blast. Um, the hangs were just uh, second, dude, second hangs, to none, dude. Man. Second to none, man. The hangs, girl. There was in the house that connected like most of the people. So they put all the headliners over like 20 minutes away in a in a fancy hotel. Guess where I slept? You want to go with uh, all your friends? My couch. <laughs> I slept on a couch right. at the house that they put all the other people in because they put everybody in these two houses that were connected by like a porch and this crow's nest situation, which all of Seaside, Florida has these. By the way, anybody who wants to know where Seaside, Seaside is where they filmed Truman Show. The actual Truman yeah. house is in Seaside, Florida. And so it was two streets over from where we were staying and those two houses were connected all the comics were in there and I was like I want Dude, it's, it's. I want to stay with all the comics are saying. It's so. it's like we get to do there should be a documentary or like yes. film, film, film comedy festivals. Yes. It's 
Senior year spring break. Uh, spring break. Uh, f- uh, high school reunion. Yes. Uh, corporate cor- uh, yes. Corporate conference yeah. and yes. all that shit. Yes. All of it in one, but, in one, but with like the most fucked up people. Yes. Like the funniest, most fucked up people yes. all together. It's, I like, so I live, if I could do, a fa- but it also takes like three, three weeks to recover from it. Totally. But if I could do a comedy, I mean, the, I did that, that one in Tampa, the early, in uh, early. I'm so jealous. I want to get on that one next year. Like that Dude. looks insane. That looks so good. My dream. I want to do that one. My dream is to run a festival. My dream is to do what? I, okay, two things. I would want. Honestly, I just want to model my career off of Bert because it's almost like that. Like, I would. I would love to tour with a bus and yes. bring three best friends yes. with me every weekend yes. and have activities every day. Do do a badass show, That's... but then at least once a year have a festival yes. and, and I would put as much emphasis on the comic hang yes. as much as I do anything about any of the shows and have I mean it's it the, is so fun like the just most sitting there laughing with with so, like a, a comic brunch there's oh, nothing better nothing better so, everybody's one-upping oh each other my god no <laughs> everybody's it, roasting each it, other it's Riff City Riff Riff City it's Spring Break Riff City yes it's the most fucking fun so Outside of okay, yeah, we did a bunch of sold out shows. We did some shows that weren't as great, but they we still made them great. I had a blast. I sold out almost every single piece of merch that I brought down with yeah. me. I made friends and fans and all this shit. I think all of us have that same story, right? So that's the shows. Yeah, they were great and all. Honest to God, I think. Oh God, I was gonna say top favorite moment, but now I'm like, oh my God, it's tied with like four top favorite moments. Top favorite moment, and you and I both have done a million festivals. Three and a half hours straight of Cards Against Humanity yesterday. Oh, yeah. Until we ran out of, we went through every single white card. And it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It was nine of us playing. One player was like a rotating player that came in and out. Uh, We had, it was the most fun I've ever had. It's the most fun with comics playing that shit. Middle of the day, no drinks, no drugs, no nothing. Just sober, middle that's of the day. A, that's the best thing is, like, you go to a festival and somebody's effed up, and the next festival you see them, you're like, oh, oh yeah, you, see, you are sober now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this was just because it was daytime, and we had all been so tired, and we had all, all right. drank and smoked and done so much stuff at night. But, like, um, that's the other thing, too, is just watching people who, like, don't do drugs on a daily basis, uh, which was most of us. But you're at a beach. It's a festival. We're having a good time. The ocean's right there. So when it comes nighttime... Everybody's like, you smoking a little? You smoking? You want to take this gummy? You want to do it? And we're like, yeah, I did. Yeah, why not? Where do I have to be? A show 20 hours from now? Yeah. I'll take whatever. And then we would all go down to the sea. Another one of my favorite moments. Oh, man. Nighttime ocean. Full clothes because it's too cold. Everybody's full clothes. We're in boots. We're walking around drawing penises in the sand with our feet. Everybody's comparing their big sand dicks. Just, and at one point, we had to... (laughs) Bob Place, former guest of the pod, saw that uh, several of us were getting a little too comfortable, a little too close to the ocean. And we started saying things like, I'll let the ocean take me. Yeah. If I go, this is how I'd like to go. I would love to spend my last days on Earth at a comedy festival. And then just at the end, the ocean swallows me up. We were all a little too comfy with the, the sea mistress. She was calling to us. I get it. Late at night. And, you know, you got a couple substances in you and you're like, it's so calm out there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so peaceful. And then you start hearing the siren sounds. 
And, and then thank God, the the juggling dick comic in the group goes, hey, y'all need to get away from the ocean. Wait. Did this you, is getting a little too dark and a little I, too real. Did you go, did you go, wait. Hold what? on, did you, I don't, I don't think I talked about it. Did I talk about it? Did you go into the ocean at night? Did you go in it? No, it was way too cold. So. We were all too cold. So. I wish I would have. I, so. Yeah? I did. Yeah? In Tampa. Yeah? It was like, it was 4, 30. Sure. 9. In the morning. Sure, yeah. And we went in. Uh-huh. Lace, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how cold it is. It oh, is like. I would have done it. Like I walked, I was, I went in, we all, like so many of us went in. It was oh. like a, like a half dozen of us. And everybody, like we're all like, you know, we're all like a little left out. We're like, ah, oh, let's go in the ocean. Ah! Yeah. And we all kind of dive in. And then you look around and everyone kind of has this, everyone gets really quiet. And everyone has this moment to themselves. And it is uh, the most, like. Like, um, it's a spiritual, it's, it's so it's, weird. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care what nope, you believe. No. Nope. Dive into the ocean by yourself at 4 a.m. In the, in, in the morning just and you will, you'll have a moment stand. with whatever the F you believe or you will believe just doing that. Stand, it was, it was, uh, stand in your Doc Martens. It'll change you. Yeah. In no, I wasn't in Doc Martens. Let them know. I know, but I'm saying this is what, what we were. There's a few of us who just, just ocean up uh, over our feet. We're yeah. in our docks. We're standing there. I'm like, this feels good. Yeah, this weight feels good. No, you'll tr- you'll if you I'm if you have- take a couple steps further into sea, into the sea. If you it have questions, if you're wondering where your life should lead, yeah, ja- jump into the ocean at 4 a.m. It's all going to end in the sea, is what we're trying yeah. to say. I mean, it was uh, there were some magical, fun, good. I mean, it was it was all the things. It was all the things. And right the second, I am beyond exhausted. I'm surprised that my brain is functioning enough for us to have a conversation because I am the, you know, type A moron that I am and was like, I'm driving. So I drove three of us, four of us down there and then drove four of us back. And then I, I taught class for three hours today after I drove back. And now we've done this for a few hours and I am, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I probably told secrets I shouldn't tell. Um, but that's what a festival will do to you though. It's going to keep me alive for a few more days. It, uh, it'll end relationships and begin to other ones. I'll tell you 100%. that. 100%. I've seen that happen 100%. many a time. I'm going to tell you this, though. I told every single organizer, person, everybody, every resident that I want to do this next year. <laughs> I was like, I don't care that you saw me eight times. I'm coming. I'm I was coming back. like, I will fight anybody to the death to come back to this uh-huh. shit. This was so necessary. It was so fun. It was so fun. Shout out to Sand Up Comedy Festival. Shout out to The Laughing Skull for putting it on in combination with Dave King, who runs So Well House down in, I'm not going to fuck this up, Rosemary Beach, <laughs> fucking part of the fan, one of the fancy parts of the Gulf. Either way, you're all just Panama City, and I told you that, and I mean it. Okay. But if you I live had... at a beach, please start a comedy festival oh, and we want to come. Oh, please. Oh, my God. It Give was us great. an excuse to it go in the ocean at 4 Great, great, great. And Shout if you're, if, Jess, yeah. Jess, you did such an incredible job. Holy shit, I know you're nervous, but you put it on. It was beautiful. It was great. We all, ugh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Love. I'm happy for you. Yeah, girl. Same. All right. You too. You and Sydney Sweeney, BFFs now. Yeah. And me and some 90-year-old dude who owns, you know, all of the Hattie B's in the country. We're now besties. So it's the same. It's the same. Who gets rich off of owning Hattie B's? Well, he owned Piccadilly before, and now he owns all the Hattie B's. Anyway, we're best friends. First it's a pickle taste, and then it's a hot sauce. That's all it takes.
Um, on that I'm note. happy for you. Um, we're, uh, we're, we'll continue to uh, our world domination and see you next time. We love you, Stabby's Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaty's Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaty's Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blanford, at It's Catherine Blanford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.